When I pull up on a nigga, tell that nigga baby I'm too good with these words, watch a nigga backtrack If I die, all I know is I'm a motherfucking legend It's too late for my city, I'm the youngest nigga rapping Oh my God, oh my God, if I die, I'm a legend Oh, oh, you know. What up? What up? What up? What's going on, y'all? Good evening. Welcome to episode three of a shot Trey. and a blunt podcast. Boop, 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 boop. I'm your boy Matt, aka Maddie B2 Wizzle. What the fuck? Go ahead, finish. I got a little bit of sauce. A little sauce. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, I'm Kim. Kimberly Big Fine. You call me Kimmy. <laughs> don't nobody call her Kimmy. People call me Kimmy. Hey, yo. People call no, me Kimmy. No, they don't. They I introduced myself as Kimmy to people, actually. Really? Because when I met, it was, it was Kim. Because someone introduced you to me. Okay. But you was just like, yeah, you can call me Kim. No, I didn't. <laughs> but you can call me Kim. I don't recall. Okay. Anyway, anyway moving yeah. along. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, this part, because we're just going to piggyback off of some stuff we talked about in episode two, because we felt like we had more to say. Yes. And uh, just found a new information. One of those being that we talked about Ari Fletcher and how she got dropped from Savage Fenty, but now she's <laughs> opening a non-profit organization for... Domestic violence. Yeah, that's what happens when you get canceled and you're trying to do damage control. But but is it damage control or is do you think she's genuine with it? I think I think there's a possibility with No, it's damage control, no I heard you're getting some non profits. I am, yeah. I team with Fashion Nova. Um doing some. I'm doing uh give back um for like some women's shelters and also for domestic violence. That's super dope. I love that. Taking care of the ladies. We definitely yes. can use all the support. We got to be united right now. Yes, we do. <laughs> I love yes, that. So, do. as far as the um, nonprofit, has this been something you always wanted to do? Or, like, yeah, last year we really just started really getting into it. I was supposed to do one um, um, for Christmas, but I got COVID, so I couldn't mm. do it. Yo, everybody got COVID at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, so I was supposed to do it for that, so we had to, uh, we had to cancel it because I was sick. Yeah. You got to do it, like, back home, or is it going to be, like, in different cities? Well, I was doing it in Atlanta, but I definitely want to do something for Chicago. I need to do something for Chicago. I feel yeah. like, you know, that's my home. That's where I'm from. So I'm definitely, absolutely, 100% going to do something in Chicago. Okay, fly. So, she was so, like, yeah. Well, we were trying to do it on this day, but we weren't able to do it. Like, she was so quiet. Like, no, what was that same energy when you was on the live, like, we don't care. We don't, uh, yeah. Care there's, today. There's no, there's no name or information. I'll, I'll try to research and I can't find it. Yeah, I didn't see anything on it besides yeah. that clip where she did an interview and she talked about it. So, I mean, hopefully, it really does come to surface and it really is true. Same, because that would just be awesome, even though the intent behind it may not be genuine. Uh. But these ladies can really use some help that are in trouble. So. Congratulations and thank you so much, Ari Fletcher, for um, growing up. Yes. 
I mean, I'm gonna just call it a name. Like, <laughs> not growing up. I'll oh. stand behind. I stand behind what I say. So, if this ever, you know, make it make it somewhere, and somebody say, "Did you say blah blah blah, Ari?" Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Interview when we got off because I care when we got our late night talk show. I think I'm like, um, but you made a comment back in 2022 and was like, Yes, yes, she stands by. I said, I said, and I'm sober. (laughs) Public is gonna come up like, No, Kevin, you're not supposed to say that. I think you'll have a hard time with the publicist. I don't think so because I feel like I try to stay politically correct, like a lot of the times. Like, I mean, but you be like, Your political correctness. And oh. rawness, kind oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like you, you, you'll be politically correct. Like you, you are those type of people that will CC your boss and their boss about something. About somebody having having me fucked up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, um, yeah, I would get canceled. <laughs> I would, I would get canceled. I ain't gonna lie, and it wouldn't even be on no like being offensive to anybody. It would just be on like a don't fucking play with me type shit. I would get canceled probably for beating somebody up for like trying to oh, step to me. Tell them about this story when you uh Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Okay, so piggyback off of last week when we were <laughs> introducing ourselves and Matt called me Kimbo Slice. And I totally forgot about this situation <laughs> that happened like right around the holiday time. I was in the supermarket. I'm not gonna say which one. I was in the supermarket in the customer service uh department because i was trying to get a money order and um i'm talking to the manager and it's like you know like the little plexiglass in between us because of covid and out my peripheral (laughs) i see somebody like walking up on me real fast i'm not paying no attention because i'm just like you know the store is kind of tight right here maybe they're gonna like pivot around (laughs) so they just get closer and closer and closer and closer so I can see the person like really like an arm's reach of me and she just bucked at me. <sighs> so I swung and I connected and she dropped to the ground. <laughs> and when it just happened so fast, so it was a prank. It was a prank. So the young lady, they were like teenagers. <laughs> And so the young lady that she was with was like, oh my God, it was a prank. And I was like, yeah, I don't fucking play like that. Um, These were, you know, you know what, Caucasians. um, Little Caucasian teenage girls. And so, so was the manager. The manager was like an older Caucasian lady, cigarette smoking, gun toting. She was like, I told y'all to stop this bullshit yesterday. Everybody's not fucking playing like that. Now you done got your stupid ass knocked out. <laughs> like, I really dropped this bitch. Like, if y'all ever heard, um, like, a notebook hit the ground in a gymnasium, that's what it sounded like. Like, what kind of notebook? Like, a spiral or a binder? Like, a, like a textbook. Okay. Like, I... Damn. Right. Damn. Jaw popped. <laughs> so I'm exactly. just like, so for me, I'm just like, fuck, I'm about to go to jail. It's a Friday. Like, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. You like, be sitting in there till Monday. Right? Like, it's a holiday too. Like, oh, it was, yeah. They probably, I think it was New season. Year's Eve, honestly. If I'm not mistaken, it was New Year's Eve. It was a New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, but I think it was New Year's Eve. But it was crazy. It was crazy. And I was so sorry. Even though, like, I had to let them know, like, yeah, y'all can't play with people because, like, 
I'm like a real grown up, but <laughs> I'm one of those grown ups. Like I'm a millennial. Like we fight everybody. Like I fight your grandmother. I fight your daughter. I fight your granddaughter. I fight your boss. I'll fight your gardener. Not the gardener. I'll fight your wife and your side bitch at the same time. Millennials, <laughs> we gonna fight. So you probably was like, yeah, this older black lady, she ain't gonna do nothing but probably cuss me out. Mm, no. <laughs> Not me. You got sock, bitch. That's, and that's that that exactly why she's Kimbo Slice. So that's why you call me Kimbo Slice. Okay, so it, but it wasn't a fight, though. It's, she's always ready to swing. Always ready to swing. So, if you see her in public, please don't prank her. Or run please, up on her. don't prank me or run up on me. Because guess what? I have a taser now. She looks so excited. I have a taser <laughs> now, so like a new taser. And it's like a legit, like... It's like... <laughs> you want to see it's like no, <laughs> like, it's in my first. Like, uh, tech, can we cut that out and go get that? <laughs> don't cut that out. <laughs> but I have a taser now, so like, ain't gonna be no running up on you me. You want to see a dead body? And it's like I have a big purse right now, so it's like it's big enough to fit in there, but it's like small enough for me to just like whip it out like a wand and just, <laughs> get, like get your mind right. So oh man, oh man. So that's the backstory to that, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, so Kim, did you hear about that Pastor Todd spitting on the Oh Pastor Michael was... Todd. Oh Um First of all, let me say that I am a very religious person. You say you spiritual, correct? I would say I'm more spiritual. Okay. So I believe in paying my tithes, I pay my tithes, I go to church, fellowship, and um I do not believe that every pastor is um, the one you should follow. Meaning, some pastors out here, you know, with the money, buying Benzes and Beamers. Some really do have a message and really follow God's plan and word. Um, I don't really follow Pastor Todd, but I know that he's a young pastor and some of his um, sermons are very innovative to capture young people. I like them from what I hear, from some of them that I hear. Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily... Catch the full entirety of this one, but you did though, right? Yeah, I watched the whole sermon, and um, I'm kind of opposite of Matt. Like, I don't do organized religion at all. Um, I definitely believe in God. I definitely believe in Jesus. It's just for me, is the politicking of organized religion for me um, that I don't do. Um, and I feel like these old and new, some of these pastors, um, their antics are a bit extreme, like what you saw with yeah, Pastor Mike Todd. Um, but these new pastors, I feel like um, they are more into being, they're more into being influencers than messengers of God. Because, um, <laughs> so I did watch the whole sermon. It was a good sermon. Like, he is a good speaker. Like, I think that he would make a good motivational speaker. Um, once he gets out of his own way. And I say that because the spitting incident... Okay, let me back it up. The sermon was called, um, The Vision for Envision. Yes, it was called The Vision for... I like that. I the like Vision that. for Envision. So, his whole message was to seek God for your vision of your life. And... To listen to his vision for your life because his vision might not match your vision, yada yada yada. Okay, so the spitting incident came from 
in the book of Matthew. See, I be knowing a little bit of something. In the book of Matthew. My favorite book, by the way. Um, because that's his name. In the book Not of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 22 through 26. Um, specifically, Jesus was talking about, well, they were talking about Jesus getting this blind man and put it, spit in his eyes so he could see, so he wouldn't be blind anymore. So Jesus spit, healed this blind man. Okay, so that's what you were preaching for because you wanted to preach about vision and God's vision for you in your life or your task or whatever at hand. Um, you are just a messenger. God did not put his spirit inside your body and tell you to put your spit on your brother. Like this is oh so, yeah, and, and it was his real this brother. This was his real brother. It, it, was his his it wasn't no random brother. random person because I think that would probably be. I think that's what <laughs> hanging his ass with. Yeah. Like, yeah. in all honesty. I just want to acknowledge uh, what happened yesterday when the spit hit the fan. I watched it back, and um, it was disgusting. <laughs> like, that was gross. I want to validate everybody's feelings. Um, that that was a distraction to what I was really trying to do. I was really trying to make the word come alive and for people to see the story. But yesterday it got too live and I own that. And um, I just want to make sure people know that we want to help people. We want people to see Jesus. We want people to feel loved. We want people who are desperate to be able to find hope. And I'm passionate about that so much so that I try to do extreme things to help people get it. And yesterday it crossed the line. So um, I love you guys. I appreciate everybody that's been praying for us and sending us messages. And to anybody who just saw that three minute clip, I really encourage you to go back and watch the whole message. Some truth and some life in there that could potentially change your whole life. Um, when Jesus uh, spit on that man, he was blind and then he could see. Um, for my brother who I love and uh, honor so much, I just called him. He was bald before I spit on him and he's still bald today. So no miracle here. And uh, so next time I'll rethink and do something differently. I love everybody. I'm praying for everybody. And uh, Transformation Nation, thank you for writing. We're going to represent God to the lost and found for transformation in Christ. I don't know if his brother knew that he was going to do that because he didn't say that. Um, whether his brother knew, you know, but I think that that's why he didn't get his ass whipped because his brother's a part of his ministry. Like right. his brother wasn't in the congregation. His brother was like behind stage or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. I've been seeing a lot of like pastors and lots of like some, like one pastor. I don't know if y'all seen the commercial. I know y'all probably seen it in the middle of the night, but a pastor hitting him with his jacket they just falling out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are the healing pastors. Yeah, you know. Um, They have the power to heal. Mm -hmm. And listen, listen, listen. I have not witnessed that. But there are some people who say they've witnessed that and they they have uh, been a part of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that's fake. Because I also will never say that witchcraft is fake. I think that all of these things, like if you have a gift that is a gift from God, but I think that I you use yes. it. In an evil and malice way, if you do things in a cocky way or you try to imitate God, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like Pastor Mike Todd did. And like I said, I like him. I follow him. Um, I I started following him on social media. I knew exactly who he was. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that that was disgusting. And I think... That because it's his brother, that's why he didn't get beat up. And I think because it's his brother, that's why his um, apology was so light. Like, it was like, yeah, I watched it and 
It was gross. And it's just like, and then he yeah. laughed about it. And he said, he said, oh, this is how I knew that he was on some bullshit with the like, oh yeah, Jesus made the blind man see with his spit. And he was like, yeah, Jesus made that blind man see with his spit, but my brother was still bald the next day. <laughs> hey, yo. So you think it's a joke? Like, but, <laughs> but, but, but you know what though? I watched it, the two hour sermon. So of course, just like anything with social media, y'all take this one snippet and decide to be pissed off with yep. it. Yeah, like we said last year, social media is definitely... It's fake. It's cancer. It's cancerous. It's cancerous because y'all don't do y'all entire research. Y'all let somebody put out a clip and then y'all make y'all decisions based off of this Mm -hmm. clip. And you should have watched the whole sermon. The sermon was actually good. It was enlightening. It was empowering. Um, I made some notes about my vision coming up so okay i, okay, I would say I that, that and this is coming from a person who i don't do church like you know what i'm saying so i just think that it was like i said i think he would be definitely a good motivational speaker um but would i say he has the word no just because he did that like i don't have the word but i know the word just like i knew exactly where he was coming from mm-hmm. like I knew what scripture that came from. So I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I feel like, like if you gotta go to that extent to get your message across, then you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing. Oh yeah, I already know. Like some of the people in that congregation was like, "Ooh, we're gonna <laughs> get you." Jesus gonna whip your ass. Yeah. Like I already know it. Like I got up and watched. I was like, mm, "God ain't say do that. You ain't put no spin on me." You can tell. Like so, it was like that. That happened, and then for like maybe 10, 15 minutes, the congregation was in such an uproar, but he did get to finish his message, and it was a good message, and they all like still cheered him on with his message and stuff, but they didn't, the camera never went to the audience to show if people got up or not, so mm-hmm. I don't know, but... um I don't think they did. I think they probably was like, okay, I, think, I, I don't know where you're going with this, Pastor, but, but fix it up, Doc. Fix yeah, it up. You know, I, think, it all I think that the internet is trying to cancel him. I don't think his congregation is trying oh, to cancel yeah. him. And I, I think that that's a good thing when you do have a following and it's actually people mm-hmm. and not just streamers. Yeah. So yeah. I can say that. That's, that's probably going to actually help him and his family out because they. I think that that's actually their church. I can't remember the name of it, but... It's like people. He's a well-known. He's a well-known preacher, young guy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cancel him. You know, like I said, he does have pivotal points I've seen in some some of his sermons, and I just think at that moment, and then I'm like, all right, look, Pez, you lost me there. But if you follow to the end of the sermon, okay, I see what you were trying to do. Right. You get an E for effort and an E for disgust because that was ill. <laughs> a D for disguise, an E for effort, and y'all know an E is a failing grade. But because you wrote your name on the paper, <laughs> you get that E. Oh man, like that's it's crazy. But so if y'all have any, if y'all seeing any crazy thing in church, please comment, DM us, let so us. So we know. can talk about it. Because <laughs> we would love to talk about it. Because I can go on and on for days she about. Can. Why I do not do organized religion, I don't do church, yeah, none of that, and I can go on about why I do. So, you want to get into it? Um, well, basically, for me, is like with me being young, I always thought, like, okay, so growing up in church, I realized that 
you know, you have to make the decision to follow God for yourself. Even if you have a family that go to church every Sunday, is an usher board, a choir, all of that. I found out that it was <laughs> the crazy how I got really into it, like for myself, was my uncle was a choir director. Shout out to my uncle Ronnie. He um he wanted me to sing on the choir. Mind you, I always, you know, dib and dad and out of church. So some Sundays I did, some Sundays I didn't. Um, and I was like, and this is when I really started to feel like I could sing a little bit. Like, like a little bit. I don't think I could sing, sing, but I feel like I can sing a little bit. So, um, he was like, I was like, yo, I was like, I want a solo. I want a solo. I'm going to kill it if I get a solo. Because I, I, I already knew I had a stage presence. So I was like, I want a solo. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. And he was like, you got to join the church. And I was like, for real? For real. And he was like, yeah. To be a part of ministry, you got to be able, you got to join. Right. So I was like, I was, I was like, but I'm part of the church. You know, I'm part of the church. I've been all my life. Like, since I was a baby, he was like, no, you have to make that decision now for yourself. So I sat and I, I thought about it. And I was like, all right, bet. You know, bet. Aside from the solo, bet. I'm going to do it. So I did it. Joined the church. I got baptized. And it was cool. It was great. I loved this experience. Got the solo. Got the solo. Not you joining the church just so you can testify. So he can sing his little heart <laughs> out. And like, but that's something that I do not like. I understand it. But you should not have to join or make a decision. Because joining the church is a life decision. Like, honestly, it is. Because then you can you can dismember yourself from it. Disassociate yourself from church. But... Still, it's like that's just like disassociating yourself from your friend, like you know what I'm saying, or yeah. gang, or you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's that radical, but what I'm saying is, is if you have a testimony, why aren't you allowed to share your testimony simply because you are not a member? And a lot of churches will turn you away from sharing your testimony because you are not saved, baptized, um, to them. You haven't been baptized under their church, or you are not a member of their church, and I think that that's crazy. Like that's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do think that is crazy, but for for my sake, for my situation, it wasn't it wasn't like necessarily joining the church, but it was for me to become saved again, for me to choose God Once in my saved, daughter. You're saved. Well, I never. I, well, I really wasn't baptized. Okay. So I didn't make the decision for myself. You know, mm -hmm. I was Christian at the church and everything. So I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I'm good. Like you know. Yeah. But that's what I meant, and I'm sorry if I didn't clarify. So please forgive me. But that's what I meant. So my uncle was like, you have to choose that. I want that for you, but you have to want it for yourself. If you don't, that's cool. That's fine. That. So, some my little solo, rocked the house, made my mother cry. All of that. That's because her ears were hurting. Yeah, you said, hey, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and started my life as a Christian. So I haven't really, after that, you know, I really wasn't paying my tithes. I'm, I'm still young. Jobs that I had, spending money on clothes, shoes, liquor. Yeah. So it wasn't until I started going through things and really looking at it and being like, how did I make it out of that? Go ahead. 
But I'm asking you, what does the church itself benefit your life? The church itself. My church benefits. Like the church benefiting from me joining or... How does the church help? What does Or the, help me? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That's easy. Because you can have God in. I got God right. in my heart. I believe in God. Yeah. I well, listen to God. My church yeah. is, is, has been like a family. And I don't know. That's what they say church is supposed to be. But mine's genuinely have. Like I said, I grew up. My pastor and my uncle is very close friends. He knew my grandfather, my, my whole lineage. And the support and everything that I do. And everything that I want to do, like my pa- I can call and talk to my pastor, like pastor. Um, okay, funny story. So, one night I was out sinning, doing what young niggas do, Ooh. and woke up. That's not very saved of you. It wasn't. I'm not. I'm, I ain't never say I was a perfect Christian. I went, and this was. Well, I'm still not a perfect Christian, but this was back in the G. So I go. I rushed to church because I woke up late where I was at. So. Um, somebody in my, in my congregation was like, um, oh, you smell like alcohol. And I was like, for real? Cause I really didn't drink last night. And I was like, ran up to my pastor, like, pastor, I smell like alcohol. He was like, no, you smell like pussy. And I was like, not the pastor. And I was like, not, I did do some things. <laughs> and, um. So you ain't washed up before you went in there? Yes, I washed up, but like it was a I had to get the Lord before I left. I had to, you know? Ew. And not you fucking before you went to church. Look, look, look. I I never said I was perfect. I never said I was perfect. I don't even think there's a such thing as a perfect person. It's not. Only Jesus is perfect. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um But that's how I got it. Okay. How am I crazy? I also grew up in churches and um, switching from different denominations. Um, and, and usually church is kind of all the same across the board, just depending on um, kind of like the congregation, honestly. But for me, I don't really know if we got time to really get into <laughs> that today of... Um, yeah, because she's she going to go on and Because on and I, have, I have very, very, very strong opinions about... So just give us one then. So for me, um, don't be mad and don't click off this. But <laughs> the Bible was not written by God. The Bible was written by some white man um, many, 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 many years ago. I didn't know he was white. Latin, whatever. I don't know what he was, but I know there are parts in the Bible who that says that black people are evil. And it's just like, this is what I'm saying about organized religion is that y'all choose to like listen to certain parts of the Bible and then certain parts y'all want to listen to or y'all want to make it your own interpretation. And like, listen, whatever you have to do to get yourself through and have faith and stand on that faith. Now, what I will say is, I have witnessed the miracles of God. I feel like that's how I have my youngest daughter. I have witnessed the miracles of God. But growing up in a church and seeing what I've seen, I, I definitely think that organized religion is very much about politicking. And um, it's very much about politicking and 
making people think that they're so bad off that if they don't just surrender to Christ and try to be so perfect that they are going to hell and um, that they're just, there's no salvation. And if you don't give your money, like they make tithing about money and some people don't have tithe, have money to tithe. Some people have to tithe in time and You'll see, um, I saw, I saw this clip where this lady was talking about how when she was into church, how, um, they want you to, they want the congregation to tithe, 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 and God will provide, you know, with your tithing, you are showing your faith to God and he will have mercy on your life and he will show you, um, miracles and wonders and all of this stuff. But with your tithes, um, it's going towards the church house or the pastor's new car or his Louboutins. And then you, once you are part of, you are part of this congregation and maybe your BGE is cut off. There are some churches who will not, um, help you out. Mm -hmm. There are churches that will, but there are churches who will not. I have mm -hmm. seen it. I have seen people in the congregation who sit on the front row and give their money, get sick, or have loved ones who are sick, their parents or their love, their husbands or wives or their children get sick with like cancer and have to like be out of work. And I didn't see that church take up an offering for that person. But mm -hmm. if the air conditioning needs to be fixed, there are a couple of offerings going around in that one sermon. So mm -hmm. what I will say is just like, it's just not for me. I have my own relationship with God. I pray. Um... I definitely try to be, um, I, I don't want to say a good Christian, but I try to be a good person and, um, I practice morals for the most part. Everyone sins. I'm not even about to sit here and, and pretend that I'm not going to sin, but it's I don't do anything can. malicious. Like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I don't do anyone any harm, you know? So Except for that girl that she had, but she had it coming. She had it coming. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I just, I have my thoughts of it and I don't shame anyone for what they believe in and what they want to do. But for me, it's just, it's not for me and I'm not going to force it down my kids back and I'm not going to shame them if they do want to go to church. But for me, I've, I've had enough. <laughs> like, that's just that. Like I, I at 30, I was just like, okay, bye. Like, like, cause we still cool, you know, we still yeah. great I tithe if you don't. So, you know, it's not it's not a problem. It's not. What am I going to tithe to? I don't know. Yeah, you don't have a church, right? Oh, okay. Like, She's going to hell. Say no. I mean, maybe. Like, who down there? Say no. Like, who <laughs> are there? <laughs> who are there? Like, it's like, can I get to the, like, judgment and I'd be like, God, who there? <laughs> Lucifer, who there? Let me. That's, like, where my crew at, though. Like. But it's hot. <laughs> like, I mean, I can get a 10. It's like, all right, all right. All right, <laughs> oh, all, right all right, all right. Okay, so. So, this is, oh my gosh. I think y'all gonna love this one because I definitely, I, I know Kimmy loves this one. Is monogamy a real thing? Dun, dun, dun. Kimmy? No. Why do you say no? You say no so fast. Why? So I think that people have the ability to be monogamous, but I mm -hmm. think that it's really hard for them. I and I'm gonna speak for myself. You know what? Speak from the heart. I'm gonna speak for myself. Speak from the heart, Kenny. A person who has been faithful in relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, 
<laughs> I said, oh, yeah, like, because because I'm trying not to tell my personal business like right now, but it's just for me. I think that <laughs> oh, I'm not Lord. I'm not at a loss of words, but I'm trying. A little choked up, a little choked up. Uh 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 uh. uh. <laughs> you know how you be trying not to get in trouble. <laughs> You know how you be trying that though. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, okay. So, so, so somebody out there checking for Kimmy. Okay. Okay. Okay, because I be getting in trouble. Well, listen. <laughs> Remember she said everybody wants Kimmy. <laughs> Don't fucking bring that up, yo. Like, it was me, like, being an asshole. It's like, everybody want to be single. Like, I can be cocky sometimes. Like, y'all know I don't, I don't know, even I, be responding to DMs. Like, I don't even be responding. Like, I'm just not a humble bitch and just, I'm not going to do it. Bro, that, oh my gosh. Can we, uh, tech, can we pull up that tweet with a white boy DM <laughs> Can we pull up that tweet? What white boy? I be getting a lot of DMs. Which the, one? The one that was like he was skinny and he wanted you to smother him. Oh, from another day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We gonna... You gotta, you gotta, oh, we gotta, oh, hilarious. I mean, I died. Like, I knew your shit was crazy. I knew your deals was crazy. But I, you know? So, anyway, to go on, so go on with monogamy. I think that I'm gonna say that every, everybody's different. I don't think that people should say all men cheat or all women cheat or something like that because I, I definitely believe that everybody has their own uh, strength and will. But I will say that because um, people like some women get so insecure and some men get so insecure that if I even like, it, you know how people have like work boyfriends and work yeah. girlfriends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's really a normal thing. You spend most of your time with these people. If you have a little crush on somebody, that really could just be harmless or, you know, like, just somebody that you flirt with on the internet or something like that, that doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily, like, fuck that person or send them some news, trick out on them. Like, you won't go on a date. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that. You have to you have to practice some willpower, honestly. Like, I would just say that if you don't want your girl doing the same thing you're doing, if you don't want your girl doing something to you, don't do it to her. That's just all I'm saying. But... Once again, but what I will say is that I do not believe that men can take what women take. That's why. And I disagree. That's I why I, I think a lot of men lie about being monogamous. Because if you would just tell the truth, you don't know. Maybe she would be like, I'm down to being in an open relationship. But y'all don't want to be in an open relationship. Y'all don't want her fucking nobody else. Y'all want to do the fucking. And. I just don't believe in monogamy. Like, I, I think, like, I have done it. I still have the ability to do it. But if you give me to, the option to be open, I'm going to be open. Because why not save yourself the heartache of somebody playing you if you just aren't, you just be completely honest about what's going on. But obviously set boundaries and set rules to the shit. But if y'all want to both, like, take down a bitch together, take down a bitch together. If you decide that you, like, every now and then you're going to give your man a whole pass, that is not your group chat's fucking business. I, that that's a good point. Because I, on the other hand, believe it is real. I do. I really do. Like, I really do. Because he is a loving ass nigga. So, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But Matt got feelings, okay? I do have feelings. I do. I do. And I don't. I do. Kimmy is that's 
this real nigga Kim right there. Her nickname is real nigga Kim. I'm he's bad, bad bitch. bitch man. Man. I don't. <laughs> we don't know when these things came into play, but they came into play. Um, but I think it's real because, like you said, the willpower. And yeah. I think in today's society, like we have that, we have those conversations now. I feel like it's, excuse me, like, okay, look, this is what I want right now. We talking. What we doing? We're just talking. If we're just talking, we're just talking. If we fucking, we fucking. If we doing, if we're talking to, talking for a purpose, we're talking for a purpose. And I feel like the problem that comes into play is the miscommunication. Yes. I think for both parties, miscommunication and lying. Well, lying is a part of miscommunication, but okay. No, I was, when it? I when you say miscommunication, what I think is just not the lack. Okay, okay, the lack of communication. The lack of the lack of communication. Because I think for both parties, one is afraid of the other. Because I know women that talk big shit like man, because I can handle it like da da da, and then a nigga proposed a certain way to go about it. What the fuck he think I am? The fuck. I, I've been a part I, of that crew before. Okay, yeah. I I wasn't talking about you, but no, but I and I, can and I had niggas, and I and I know I have friends that be like, yeah, man, shit, my bitch won't give me an open relationship, man. I'm with that, so I'm gonna take that, so I'm gonna drag, blah 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 blah, and then someone brings it to me, and they like, so bitch, you wanna fuck other niggas? <laughs> right. You a hoe? Right. Like, like, like damn, what's the dick ain't enough? Like fuck, I, I came early that one time. It's <laughs> just unrealistic to just want one person all your life, like. A lot of people, you do have that willpower. You ain't gonna step out there, but it's sometimes it's some people out there where it's really hard. Especially, I we were talking about this yesterday. I do not understand women that get with like athletes and stuff and expect them not to cheat. Like, bitch, are you crazy? Like, it's women out here who literally like press themselves up, go to these games. <laughs> Seek your man out. Like, all of that shit, like, it's too much temptation and you can't be on his back 24-7. And you don't want to be on his back 24-7. But at the end of the day, if you are real with yourself and you are real with your man and you know he out there, he a baller, like, he got options, but he's choosing you to be his wifey, his main, whatever, all you have to do is just ask him straight up, like, you out here, Chloe should have had this talk with Tristan. Put a fucking condom on. <laughs> Put a condom on with these bitches because guess what? They gonna get pregnant. And even though these bitches got their own bag, you got a bag. And they gonna keep their baby so they can keep their bag flowing. Because mm -hmm. these little influencer bitches, they ain't got shit. That shit ain't that shit ain't lasting forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Cause I I definitely I, <laughs> I definitely definitely peep that. And I feel like like what you said. But to play devil's advocate, I think it comes from that. Cause some, and then it's not every case, but some of these ballers do be having these girlfriends that have been with them when they didn't have it or when they was in the process of, I'm in the gym every day, Agreed. I'm trying to go to the league. So they have this facade like, okay, I'm, I'm supporting him, I'm riding with him. I got his back to the wheels. But you off. won't get cheated on because he has the option. And he might not do it all the time. It might not be as reckless as a lot of them are. But you're not going to sit here and say that you honestly think that you're a million dollar man. You think Bron Bron cheating on his wife? Yes. I do. I'm not about to lie. I don't, uh, he might not be actively cheating on her, but he's definitely stepped out. Like, there are parties. There is shit that happened. Like, people, that's why you got the, 
non-disclosure agreements. Like, for real, make a bitch sign that shit. Like, be... It's just no way I would be with, like, a rapper, a baller. Like, honestly, like, any nigga who got any type of clout and bitches chasing him. Like, you have to be smart about shit and choose logic over emotion with these niggas. Like, tell him straight up, like, look, I don't want you doing this. But if this is what you want to do, if you're, I'm not, I'm not saying you have a green light. But what I'm saying <laughs> is... Is if you choose to step over this line where you know you ain't supposed to step, make sure you do what the fuck you supposed to do. Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass me. Get Ray Donovan to handle your situation. Don't embarrass me. Because one thing y'all niggas don't like is to be embarrassed. You don't want nobody saying they had your bitch. Especially not while she was your bitch. I'm, I disagree. All right. <laughs> I disagree. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not niggas out there that's like that, but I, I, like I said, it's 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 both of both populations. Yeah. Don't know bitch want to be walking and all. Mm, girl, I had that nigga. What you mean? I, Are you just now getting that? Bit? I don't. I don't let bitches see me sweat. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm honestly saying yeah. that if if a bitch had my nigga and I ain't know, I would just be like, oh, I know. Like, I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I would never let like we get we in the house. Oh, bitch, it's WrestleMania up in that bitch. Look at that, they fight like she said WrestleMania. WrestleMania, like, I'm gonna jump off some shit, like, the fucking cage match. Don't play with me. Who was that bitch? And why she said that to me? Like, I would be like, why are you telling me that? Like, I I know about you, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, I know about you. <laughs> like, I just ain't, you know, you ain't met me because I didn't want nothing to do with you. You're not my type of bitch. Like, oh, I was straight stunned <laughs> hey, on that bitch. Crazy. I was I straight see, stunned on that I bitch. Like, you doing yeah, that. we just, you know, we just ain't had no threesome with you because you just ain't my type of bitch. Like, that would be some shit that I would say. Like, I'm sure. Bitch would be like, I was sure all the way down. Like, don't come at me trying to get my nigga in trouble. Like, for what? <laughs> what was your purpose? Bitch, because like... I mean, technically, her purpose was to get him in trouble. He did if it's WrestleMania when he get home, right? You're not going to get him in trouble with you can see it. <laughs> like, I would never... First of all, I ain't, I'm not embarrassing my nigga and I'm not embarrassing myself. So, as far as anybody's concerned, we good. We're going to get off and we're going to hold hands and we're going <laughs> to ride off into the sunset. And then... <laughs> Next week, you're going to see him with a black eye. You're going to see me with a new bag. Hey, yo. <laughs> right? And that's that. Wow. So, should should I ask? I'm, I'm wondering if I should ask this. Should we say this for another episode? What, how do you feel about polygamy? Then? I think that everybody's relationship is their relationship. I think that I could do polygamy if I introduced my kids to that when they were first born. I think that now that my oldest is about to be 13 and my youngest is about to be seven, I think that it would confuse them. Mm -hmm. um, even though my 13-year-old, she's very open-minded, but I just, I don't think that would be a lifestyle that I would like to introduce them to, especially with how mean-spirited kids are. And I feel like now she would, my kids would constantly have to defend things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, oh... You know, you my mommy. Yeah, my <laughs> my friends got allowed over here because their parents don't like that it's two mommies and one daddy in here mm. or two uh one mommy and two daddies. Like you never <laughs> you never know. <laughs> like, but I'm just saying, like 
<laughs> I mean, why can't women? I mean, no, no. But no, I'm right, saying, right. like, um, I ain't sexist. You right. But I think that people have to stop letting society dictate their households and their relationships. I agree. Um, but for real though, like when I was married before, if I could have had another wife in there, like helping clean and cook and take care of them kids mm-hmm. and deal with him. Like, we probably would have been okay. Like, like, we probably would have been cool. I, I think, I think, I, I definitely think it'll be, I, I, let me word it right. I, I think it'll be a fun experience unless you have kids and they are of a certain age. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, if you did have, if they were newborns or of that. Yeah. Because I and do feel like, yeah, like, because then it wouldn't be such a huge living adjustment or adjustment Something period. Something to have to explain, yeah. Yeah, you know, because I do feel like... I do feel like polygamy works mm-hmm. for some people. Not for everybody. Right. I mean, I haven't tried it, but um, I do feel like monogamy works mm-hmm. for some people. And you can be all. monogamous in your polygamy re- exactly. relationship. Like, exactly. you can be faithful exactly. to those two. Right. So, I feel like what works for you works for you. It just fuck it. Go for it. And I feel like society put these holds, especially on black people and people of color, that, oh, if you're not doing this this way, if you're doing it that way, then you're you're crazy, you're wild, stay away from... Like, no. If this works for your family, cool, by all means. Do what works for you. Because just because you're in a polygamous relationship doesn't mean that your daughter going to want to grow up and be in a polygamous relationship. Right. Doesn't mean your son going to grow up It'd be a plan. I live with my my family member that was gay, and I'm not gay at all. Um, right. So I feel like it doesn't really affect people like they think it do. It's just society likes to nag and bitch and complain and has something to say about every little fucking thing that we can't just sit back and do what we intended to do on this earth and, that and is this enjoy is our same, lives. This is the same society who is trying to take away women's reproductive rights. So, exactly, you kind of have that with these old white men. Like, you kind of have and to just... Hold, old white women, too. Them white women be supporting some of them white men. I mean, some older people, period. Like, just some people, period, who just are part of the patriarchy. <laughs> like, just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, and let people be what they want to be. Like, uh I think... Let your freak flag fly. Let your freak flag fly. 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 <laughs> fly. But um, at the end of the day, I definitely... Um, if I didn't have kids, I think that I would I would try that out. I, I'm not going to lie. I would I would try that out. See, give it a go. Um, but, I mean, then again, I do like not having to deal with anyone. Like, that's double people you got and, and yo, you know what's so crazy is that I really like talked about this, right? I don't think that there's anything wrong with like people in their marriage not sharing the same room. I don't think because I like, like even, even now, right? With my friend, mm-hmm. like I'll be like at his house for like a couple days and like him be doing his own thing and I'll be in like another room. We don't live together. So I really should just be like, if you think about it, if you talk about society norms or whatever, you know, you only get to see each other like once or twice a week. I really should be like up under him the whole time I'm at his house or he's at my house. But no, I don't, we don't do that. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I like my space. I like to be able to breathe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just 
for me, I feel like if I was ever to get married again or live with another man um, or woman, you know, who, who's to say? My soulmate might be a woman. Have your own. You like I want a she shed. Future husband like, or wife. I want a she shed. If you like the cooch, Kimmy, just say you like the cooch. Sometimes you want a cooch hot dog. Good. Sometimes you want pie. Ain't nothing wrong that with that. That little scissoring thing. That, <laughs> that, that, listen, that, that, that's. <laughs> that should be working. That should be getting you there. <laughs> real raw. Real rap raw. I am here to tell you that scissoring is great. Okay? <laughs> real rap raw. Scissoring is great. <laughs> so. So did you always like females? Like even when you back married or just came after your your divorce? I remember knowing that I liked women when I seen Salma Hayek and Dusto doing. I remember you telling me that. I remember like, you telling me that. You know what's crazy? Little, I was little when I seen her. I was like, no, you don't. Who that? <laughs> who that? No, what's crazy, right? And. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't. I wouldn't marry a woman. I like. I. I I'm joking. I really wouldn't marry a woman because I need to be the bitch in the relationship. <laughs> I, I'm not taking on no fucking trash. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not cutting no grass. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. Like no. I don't. What if, what if she's like? I don't want to. I don't want to find out who used the last tampon. No, nothing like that. Like no. Because then I want to win a fight. Like, my sister used the last bit of my jam, and then she put it back when she found it. She didn't throw it away. And I texted her, and I was like, bitch, I just stab you. <laughs> like, give me back my keys, because guess what? See, that's the type of shit I think that I would have to deal with being see, married to that's, a woman. You gotta, you gotta, see, you gotta break this up. See, you already Hell got to an the, idea. No, no, no. You gotta break yourself out of that. You Fuck already got that. an idea. Bless, I think that I like being the one, um, I like being a little spoon. Like, what if I, <laughs> what if I get, like, a bitch and she's shorter than me? No. I don't see you getting a bit shorter than you. I Excuse like, you. The fuck? Is people shorter than five feet? The fuck? What's wrong with <laughs> Like, I know bitches shorter than me. I seen bad bitches that's shorter than me, okay? Oh, that video that. <laughs> that, that no. was sent to you. Yo, the fucking bitches. Yo, oh. it was a. Oh my god. We're gonna, we gonna show it to y'all. We're gonna show y'all this video. The video of the, the midgets twerking. These are some bad bitches, y'all. They was bad. They I, mean, was I bad, didn't even lie. They were some bad they midgets. They were some bro. bad bitches. It, it was It was definitely fire. I was like. I get cocky, I get ratchet. No, I keep my ass back. Booty big. You just might hear whispers like you said that. Project X. I don't do no chasing. Can you catch the cat? Get your six foot. Baby daddy, give her no one four. He said my ass fat. And I made a magic go to store. He said he liked to party. Having ass, like they do, like, like that's why the weight go. But like. that bitch was moving, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that little leopard one piece, that shit was moving. So, uh, let's elaborate off of the um, what we talked about last week, uh, about being married young. And uh, you are a very you, I think you're the only one I know that was married young. Um, really? yeah, I, I think I got I think married at 23. I think you're my only friend, yeah. That, I got married at 23, my husband was 25. Um, they both like skin, by the way. Just we had known each other since we were younger. Like he was like my boyfriend, my first boyfriend when I was like twelve or thirteen. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we got married really young. Um, we had a child young. Um, we had a child when I was in college when I was twenty one, 
Ain't that crazy? I had my baby shower on my 21st birthday because they know me. They know I'm like, I don't play that shit. I don't play people baby showers with people touching me. Um, but we had our baby young. Um, I was 21. He was 23. We decided to get married. Um, and he was supposed to join the military and all of that stuff, but that didn't fall through. Um, being married young, and I don't really need to touch on the ins and outs of our relationship, but you can only imagine because um, people go through bad situations if they get married at 33 mm -hmm. but at 23 you don't know yourself um neither one of us knew ourselves we just knew what we did not like and we <laughs> knew that it was gonna be hell if something happened that we did not like so um they're like and and what i will say is um i do know people who had got married at young when um, I know a few people who are still married that got married around the same time that we got married who are around the same age that we are. So um, this is not for me to discourage anyone to get married. But um, I mean to get married or not get married because you're young or whatever. But what I will say is um, you got to be willing to um, stick it out and fight. And there were times where I was willing to stick it out and fight and he wasn't. And there were times that he was willing to, willing to stick it out and fight and I was not. And sometimes you just can't get on the same page. And um, while him and I are very similar with our parenting um, style and, and how we are with our girls, but as far as relationships um, and just life goals, we are, we're really not compatible. He a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's in a relationship now and that relationship works for him. And he's been in that relationship since him and I have broken up. And that works for him. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that's not me saying, like, he was a bad partner, but he just wasn't the partner for me. And it took me a long time to figure that out because me being young and me just wanting my man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, from being, you know, a, a teenager, you know what I'm saying? Like, that puppy love and you don't realize that it ain't full-grown love. And um, somebody who I've known all of my life, it's just a lot of shit that we just ain't know about each other. Um, oh, that's my daughter, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> she a part of tech support. Like, you know, this is real, real. Like, um, like but, up. <laughs> but what I will say is, um, at any age that you get married or you decide you're going to be in a committed relationship, because marriage is not for everybody either. But if you decide you're going to be in a committed relationship with somebody and you want to be with this person for the rest of your life or however amount of time, don't, um, don't not put in the work. Don't think that you are um, perfect or this person should give you perfection because people are human. And just like we talked about um, monogamy and stuff like that, like sometimes um, people get into emotional relationships with people outside of their marriage or physical relationships with people. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it has something to do with you, but also don't get so cocky and think that it doesn't have something to do with you because people lack things all the time. And, um, I say all the time to you, I think that we abuse the people that we love the most because mm -hmm. we are so, um, arrogant and comfort, mm -hmm. comfortable to think that we're not going to lose them. So we could be our worst selves to the people who love us and, and we love. Facts. So, um, facts. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I feel like, if it's if you are choosing that path, be real with yourself first. Be like find yourself and really know what you like 
know how you can be when you're not the most pleasant person around. When you're going through the stuff that you're going through. Go through it with logic and be like, okay, I'm a lot to handle. Or I'm not a lot to handle. But go into the relationship or said marriage with the fact that this person is really going to get to know me in and out. There's no sugarcoating it. There's no hiding it. There's no running from it. So no matter what I do, I have to be my true self, if not for the relationship, for me. Mm-hmm. So that way, that person can let their guard down and be their true selves. So that And that way, you're not living a lie. Right, and, and that you're not living a lie. And also coming together and understanding each other's true selves and what each person needs. Not know, okay, I need this, and you're not getting what you need because you're not giving what that person needs. Yes. And I feel like once people make that conscious decision to do that, that will make the relationship a whole lot better. Hi, pretty girl. Like my daughter woke up. Uh, can you pull up the five love languages or four love languages? Already it's five. It's, it's five. five. Yeah. So I we were we recently um had came into this. I think it might may have been warm outside where somebody had said something along the lines of because that's a I've learned that um like in dating. And dating that people will say, like, what's your love language? Mm-hmm. Like, what happens in the days where it was like, what's your favorite color? Like, I don't <laughs> no, know my love like, language. Like, I, I'm all of them. Okay. All of them. <laughs> so, all of them. the five love languages are active service, giving gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, and physical touch. And I think that asking people what their love language is um, and dating and getting to know someone is important because... You have to love people in their love language. So if if your person just wants quality time, like for me, I'm a person who I like quality time. I really, really do. But I also like my space. But if I'm dating you and I know that you like your quality time, like you, you want to spend a lot of time together. There's seven days in the week. And you want to basically see me every day. We want to compromise to like four. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And maybe, four. maybe it'll be more. Like you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, but I'm saying, um, th- that's just an example. I'm not saying that I'm that hard up. I would like to spend more time. Yeah, especially when she's getting that puppy love stage, y'all. You know, she she a little sweetheart. Don't let the real tough skip. Like she's a jelly love. bean. She's a jelly bean. Anyway, she real tough, and then she's so. I'm telling y'all. No, I am. I am a softy. Once, like, once we there, like, in the beginning, I am like real hard up. Like, <laughs> why did you text me twice? I was gonna <laughs> respond. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I am one of those. She'd be like, but, like dead ass, my guy. Like for real. Like <laughs> we going to request the fuck. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, but I feel like once I like you or I care about you, once I have feelings, like, of course, like I'm one of those people. I will give you the world. Like, I will do anything for you. Um, I don't want to... That sound weak. Like, not... <laughs> 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 that, but you know what I mean, though. Like, <laughs> once I'm in, I'm in. You know what I'm saying? But once I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> like, once I'm out, I'll be like, <laughs> Harpo, who that woman? Like, I don't know him. Like... <laughs> Sorry, sir, I don't have any spare change. <laughs> like that's that's what type of time I'll be on. I'll be like, oh man, I definitely like think though. I definitely think it's a cool like first date. Like 
topic, fellas. Like, if you whip that out, I feel like she's going to be like dying like, on the first day. Because like, they give her something to think about. You know? And and then that'll, that'll lead to the second date. It's like, okay, well, she'll go home, do some homework. Like, what are my love languages? Come back and y'all discuss it. You know, I think that's a great opener, like you said, like to getting to know someone. Or if you're already in a relationship and y'all haven't really breached that part. Or y'all feel like y'all don't know each other right, well enough. You know, go ahead and do that too. And I feel like a lot of a lot of couples have to keep this this one thing in mind. Just relearn your partner. You know, like because people change and people change their mind. Like like a drug dealer know his block, know your clientele, and if your partner is your clientele. You're not going to serve them no raw if they do weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. People are allowed to change their minds. Like, mm-hmm. you go into um, a situation and you're dating someone and they're like, yeah, I really, ugh, I really don't like seafood. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're allowed to, like, start liking seafood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a bad example, but you get what I'm saying. People right. are allowed to change. People grow. People are allowed to change their minds. People are allowed to um, grow. So you have to <laughs> grow twice. Yeah, grow <laughs> twice. But you have to you have to also adjust how you deal with their adjustment. Just like they have to adjust how they deal with your adjustment and your changes. And um, but all in all, I would say is just don't deal with anyone that isn't for your growth. Remember, it takes two to ten. Tonight, y'all, we are plugging Big Girl Season 365, where I got this sweatshirt from. I'm pretty for a big girl, and for a big girl, it's crossed out because, like bitch, it. I'm just it's pretty. The fuck, me don't, being fat don't, don't got nothing to do with it. So, yeah. <laughs> I just got an under arm of the night, y'all. I ain't do nothing special tonight. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, but fuck it. Like, fucks with under arm in Baltimore, so. <laughs> Facts. We definitely do. Show, show them the sweatshirts. It ain't nice. It ain't nice. Fancy. It's just, you know what I'm saying? You know. But yeah, so plus size women, check out Big Girl With the velvet cat from Shad Moss. Oh my God. Shad, Shad. It's Bow Shad. Wow. Bow. Shad, Shad. Bower, Wow. Little Bow Weezy. Bower, Wow. Bower, Wow. Bower, Wow. We're going to leave y'all with that. Thank you for tuning in. Please tune in next week on A Shot and a Blind. Bye, y'all.